0: hello everybody welcome to a special edition
1: of the spider experience and the comic band whoa whoa it's weird without any music but that's fine i can i yeah. can roll with that i can roll with that so oh, hi sure, I, mean, I can bring the music on that's nah, okay we i i we, I, need, I need to create some music just for us at some point but but no this is exciting i mean we're This has been a long time in the making and I finally got off my lazy butt and said, we need to do this for once. And um, because I I feel with Dan slot coming back and having a lot more, even more, not even more prominence, but more more limelight in Spider-Man's world than I was anticipating with the creation of spider boy. It felt like the right time to do it because I feel like there's lots of controversy, there's lots of there's still a lot of bad blood between the, the slot run and, and every a lot of people and slot still likes to engage and get mad about stuff on social media which again it's his, it's his that is right I, I'm not a slot slot slosh. sorry that's not an insult you're
2: not a slot yeah <laughs> you're, I, you're, I, not try, a, you're not a slot sim I
1: I'm I I'm in I try to be I'm a I'm a slot fan I don't. You know, I don't want to, but I'm not, I don't want to talk to SH about people unless they do me wrong, which not a lot real, of people. Real, have. real you, quick,
2: Paul, I kind of want to pick your brain on this. How do you feel sure. about Superior coming back? I mean, I will
1: get to that, Neil, in, after the intro. All
2: right. All right. I'm I'll, sorry.
1: I'll, <laughs> all right. I'll, I'll throw it I'll to, hey, hold on. Let me throw it to the other guy. And let's 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 do it. Yeah. All right, all right. Go but, ahead,
0: go ahead, Zach. Go ahead. So, so I'm Zach Joiner, webmaster of spidey dudecom and the executive producer of the Spidey Dude Radio Network. And to my right of me, my immediate right is P Thug. He is the Thug. grand pube of the Comic Binge YouTube Comic channel, binge. which we are simulcast. Comic binge. binge YouTube channel. That's I can right. I can speak English. It's fine. Uh, and below me is going. To, so uh, is is Adam. Hello, Adam. <laughs> Hey guys, <laughs> and Sue and um, our producer here tonight, as always, is Mr. Uh, Neil Bogenreiter. Hello, Neil.
2: Hi. Hi. So,
0: go ahead. Go ahead, Paul. Let's, all right. So. <laughs>
1: All right. So for today, r- first of all, please refer to the other two as Pizza Time and then our Pizza Time as Adam and then also Tri-School down below me. I, 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 forget. So, uh, I forget. Yeah, that's all right. All right. So Pizza Time and Tri school is going to be just producing stuff. Pizza Time is going to be the orderly of our, su- our sweet, sweet, sweet da- uh, tan slot discussion where we will be discussing we had originally wanted to call the debates as well as I was the original um, name that that Zach came up with but we both agreed that we don't want it to be like a knockout drag out fight we want these to be legitimate discussions because when we're you know we read these comics and we listened to the last show for the Spidey Dude experience that was on for a few minutes we talked about how we both read these in, a, in different perspectives and yes. our perspectives are much different than we were, you know, when they came out like 15 years ago, whatever the hell it was. And we both <laughs> obviously, you know, I liked it a lot more than Zach did. And and Zach, you know, has his reasons for not liking it. I have reasons for liking it, but we both agreed that we haven't read, we haven't read these in a long time. So, so and
0: yeah, yeah uh, I have not read the She-Hulk issue in a long time. Because uh, we're cover- so what we're covering tonight is going, and we're doing this one. We're doing live because we want to just kind of use this as a way of announcing that we're doing this. The rest are going to be live to tape, basically. Um, we'll we'll make some minor edits and stuff like that if we go too long, but like we're trying to keep it within certain time frames, certain parameters. Um, so tonight we're covering uh, several issues. We're going to cover. Let me grab it. We got She Hulk number four. We got uh, Spider-Man, Human Torch, mini One, two, three, four, and five. I I, I did the order wrong. of order. But I'm sorry. I'm, tra-
2: I'm trying. I'm trying to produce and it's,
0: it's all right. Doing my job for me. No, I, I did. That. Uh, so so we are covering uh, six issues tonight. Um, we'll talk about each. Well, uh, I, I did want to also mention like Slot's career a little bit with Spider-Man prior to. Um, and I uh, so let me add those couple of overlays right quick, because I just got those up. So uh, Paul, while while I'm doing that, kind of tell people sure. a little bit about like what we're kind of further elaborate what we're trying to do tonight.
1: Yeah, so, so so tonight, this is kind of our first introduction episode. kind of you know, we're not gonna do these live, probably. Um, I mean, maybe once in a while, but at, th- at first, at least initially, we're going to just do recordings and, and post them both on the Spidey, Spidey Dude experience network and also on YouTube channel and mm-hmm. also on the comic page channel. Um, you know, I think it was my, my, my good buddy, the, the Reverend AKA Chris Clow, who was doing his uh, Batman, uh, Batman Grant Morrison uh, kind of like, you know, issue by issue breakdown. And I kind of thought, you know, maybe a good time to kind of maybe get the, the comic page kind of going with Spider-Man a little bit, who is like my favorite all time fictional character. Um, so, you know, as we go here, we're, we're, we're going to try to do, and again, we're, we've talked about this before last time, but it's not going to be like hard. It's not always going to be maybe the same way we do things, but we're, we're at first, we're going to allow things to evolve and grow, obviously, mm-hmm. but we're going to start things off with ch- kind of the smaller chunk of comic books run. So like this one, or this is all the comics. Spider Man, not including the, the the, Brennan Stimpy Cinnamon Toast Crunch Man episode or <laughs> issue,
0: whatever. Yeah, so um, I'll, I'll go into slots history in a minute, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah,
1: but yeah, so we're not going to talk about those. We're trying to talk about strictly his 616, like specific kind of Spider Man stuff leading into Brand New Day when he took over after JMS, um, and J- uh, Joe Quesada, and all that infamous, uh, One More Day uh, arc. So we're not going to cover one more day. But we are going to, but but we have to uh, probably talk a little bit about it because we can't talk about one more day without a brand new day without that, right? So, the initial, um, the next episode you'll probably hear or will hear or should hear will be uh, the original brand new day issues that Dan Slott wrote um, that had the first appearance of Mr. Negative and then also um, the issues that afterwards that were with a paper doll um, drawn by the amazing Marcos Martin, um, which I am very excited to reread all these because it's been a while. I enjoyed all those issues. And just for the record, I am a Dan slot fan of this stuff. So. Well, either way, we're going to start out there and it's going to do chunks in here. There obviously there's going to be probably some like, you know, wiggle room here or there with certain uh, episodes maybe, but we're going to try it out, see how it does. But I think we're going to try to do all the issues eventually. But those are the first kind of first, uh, I'd say first two episodes we're going to do. And it might be a little bit shorter. We'll see. Hopefully it'll be shorter because we want to do like two at a time when we record, but We'll see. We'll see what happens. But either way, that's how the, that's the format's going to be like right now, but we're, gonna, we're not married to it. We're going to see evolve and grow. But, uh, but yeah, I think this really is, is about reexamining. I think a very, whether or not you hate it or love it, a very important run for Spider-Man, uh, history regardless. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting discussion nonetheless.
0: I don't disagree with any of that. What he just said. Um, so to kind of get into Slot's history with the uh, with the characters, uh, particularly with Spider Man. Obviously, he grew up a big Spider Man fan. That's been that's very well known. If you've followed along with um, uh, with Slot's career, his first written story was drawn by was in a very random spot. So in '95, they had instead of doing annuals, they did super specials. And the ninety-five story was uh, "Planets of the Symbiotes," and the they got Venom... recon. Now, yeah, 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 yeah it has been recon like four or five times. <laughs> so, uh, so "Planet of the Symbiotes," uh, the Venom Super Special had a backup. Now, this backup has never been reprinted to my knowledge. Gasp. Um, <laughs> It is never it was a uh, it was a backup drawn by Mark Bagley written by Dan Slott it was talking about uh Jean Dewolf and the relationship with her and Spider-Man and Spider-Man running around in the symbiote costume uh, and like I guess Jean told Spider-Man how she felt but Spider-Man was asleep the entire time so it's taking place back then
1: oh that's cool See, Dan, Dan, man, he's got some, he's an idea guy. What's to say that he's, he's
3: definitely,
0: yeah, it it took, it takes place back in that continuity and that time and continuity. Then his first full thing that he did with Spider-Man was, uh, Ren and Stimpy versus, uh, the, you know, Padre Toastman? I don't know. No, Cinnamon Toastman. Cinnamon Toastman, whatever. Powder, <laughs> powdered, powder to- powder Power, toastman.
1: powdered Toastman. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever toastman. Yeah. It was, it we're all wrong. Okay.
0: Yeah, so uh that was issue six of the Ren and Stimpy show uh, tie-in comic. And then uh before Brand New Day, he did Avengers Initiative number seven. Now, I've got a bit of a story, and backstory with
2: that in terms of... um did he write the whole did he write the whole series? He wrote the whole series. He, he wrote up until Secret Invasion and then Gage took over in Dark Reign.
0: Yes.
1: Right. So, so Initiative but he wasn't Initiative. Right, Initiative was before.
2: I keep for, I always forget where Initiative is in yes. conjunction. Yeah. Initiative yeah, right. Initiative is right after Civil War ends. that's right. That's and then right. it Civil lasts War up until, is... and then it lasts up until Secret Invasion then okay. gets another gets a team rebranding during Dark Reign and then ends uh, after
1: Siege. So I, was, I totally forgot. Yeah, he, yeah. This was this was before. I always think it's the same time for some reason. You know, so, but you're right. I forgot. Uh,
0: but yeah, that is uh, that. So that was the outside of what we're covering today prior to brand new day. That was slots like Spidey career. Right. Um, so we're covering the She-Hulk comic. Now, She-Hulk was uh, just was in the news recently because of the it was a heavy inspiration for the She-Hulk mcu show uh so if you want to see what the direct inspiration was it's this it's this series uh the one that came out in 2004 not the 2005 series go on paul
1: right yeah and so so he wrote so after the cinnamon or the and Stimpy stuff i yes then would she Hulk be this first real established comic that he wrote then
0: i think that it was the ren and stimpy first then the planet of the symbiotes in the right. Venom thing and then she hulk
1: yes yeah then then after she hulk then it was initiative avengers initiative well uh, then it was technically or, the, the mini series it was she yeah, right, right. initiative. yeah and then the initiative okay so yeah. i i was out of comics by this point um and and i missed the she hulk run i didn't read it till later um but i rem- remember hearing a lot about the series when i came back into comics and she hulk Felt, it felt like Shield could make it made a comeback when I came back, and I think Dan Slot mm-hmm. was the the crux of that. And I remember seeing like was reading like Wizard magazine at the time because they're yeah. still active at, at this point, and they had, and they had they had that they had a they had a, they had a panel on this from this ep, from this episode from this issue. Where uh, Spider-Man reveals why he thinks Jay Jonah Jameson hates him, and it's very—I—I it, I, I was going to ask you. I don't want to jump into it now, maybe, but it's kind of controversial, maybe now. I don't know. Like it's—it's it's interesting. This it, whole it, run
2: is interesting, to it's be a, honest. It's a not, very not to not to jump in, but I think slot's humor ages very poorly. And there's a joke in, in the initiative that aged very poorly in terms of sex change. And this is another joke that I think also aged a little poorly, but not as badly. Yeah, I I would agree. I I
1: would agree. There's in fact already from re and and, and I think from already from this, my retrospective, there are things that you're probably right. Neil, like not, there's a lot of things that just don't age. Well, don't, they don't sit as well as they did at the time, yeah. And you know, and we've we've talked about that a lot with, with slot stuff. And I think he and he's admitted that there's some things that he's made mistakes on. And I uh-huh. and, and listen, like I can't, I I can't, I'm not going to judge everyone for everything they did back in the past, especially if it was, there's no malice behind it. Right. And we all know there wasn't malice then. We don't it's malice now. I'm not. I don't hold that against them. But it is interesting that reading this. How I'm like, Ew, it's not as not as good. And I, it's. And I would say She-Hulk series in general, I when I reread it, there were a couple things that I was like, ooh, I don't know about this, you know? And, yeah. but at the same time, comics back then in the early 2000s were still very much male driven. And it was, it was, far,
0: yeah, it was, I mean, yeah. you got to put things into context and, and similar to what, you know, we do with, with, you know, when we're doing history stuff, like on, on Mayday, Mayday, Mon- or make my Mayday, um, You've got to put things into per- the perspective of which the time period of which is pertinent. Uh, this was Slot's first big break. Was She Hulk? Yeah. And you know, um, making it a legal comedy, and you got to think it's also around the time of Ali McBeal. Yeah, uh, I don't know if it was still on the air at the time, but it was like it we was need to fact
1: f- check on this. McBeal, McBeal was I think was way before this. Well,
2: do my producer thing, producer, Jamie.
1: Jamie, yeah. look
2: up Ali McBeal. Uh, okay, okay, Neil. Yeah,
0: you're, you're Jamie now. Uh, thank, you, Jamie. Uh, thank, thank you. Thank you, Triscool. Thanks, Tri-School. uh So, but that's yeah. So I mean, but it, I think it ended in two thousand and four, if I recall.
2: It ended Maybe? on May twenty. It ended on May twentieth,
0: two thousand two. Two thousand two. Okay, so it's so a couple years
2: after, I just yeah. looked it up as well. Okay.
0: So, so it's a couple of years removed from Ally McBeal, but like that spirit was still there. That, that type of, you're right. You're, uh, yeah. That type as that was during the time of um, uh, Boston legal. Wasn't it? I think Boston legal was out there. Mm,
3: probably. I think that lasted longer. Right. It did
0: last longer. Yeah. It was yeah, kind of yeah, like a yeah. spiritual successor to Ally McBeal. So you got a bit of that th- slight legal comedy theater, the absurd elements that are out there in pop culture. Yeah. And that's very reflective of this book. So, yeah, uh, all right, get, let's get into the book, I guess, because we've kind of just skirted it yeah. around, so let's just, jump and, in.
1: And, and, yeah. So, and really quick, and I think I want to spend like a huge amount of time on each issue, like explaining what happens. Well, I'm, I'm just gonna bear, just go out with it. Uh, the character yeah, positive. that's, that's fine, that's
3: fine. Yeah, like, we don't need recaps it, for this. I'm gonna, as the recaps, moderator, right? I say, I say no recaps for this, like it's thank you, you know, it's, thank it's, you. It's so kind of, here's what we will do, it
1: defeats after, the
0: point
3: after. of the debate,
0: yeah. Well, so moving forward. Check our socials, I should say. Our uh, when when because like this one we, we didn't kind of give a, uh, people a list. So moving forward, check our socials. We'll will be sure to post it on YouTube as well, like the mm-hmm. YouTube posts. We'll let everybody know. Hey, these are the issues that we're covering, and we're not going to have recaps as a result. Yeah. Uh, and
2: that we're way we just done. keep it in there. So I know so, I know we're asking you all to do homework, but it is it's easier people, not just for us, not just for us, but it, it makes it easier to kind of make the transition into the discussion a bit smoother, yes, yeah. yes, exactly. So,
1: so, basically, this this the quickest way you can do this, this issue. Is basically Spider Man. If you watch, if you watch the She Hulk show, the pug character from the comic book wants to help Spider Man take J. Jonah James into court and win a legal battle for defamation of his character, which is a very which is a very interesting and a unique like take, which hasn't been done before. And that's the thing I would say, yeah. Dan, and this this is what I would say Dan slot strives the most. And I think I don't, I won't get much opposite of, for the most part uh, reasonable opposition from this uh, because I think that slot is an idea guy. He has great ideas. Hundred percent. A lot of people would agree he,
3: with that. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I, I think this is a great example of that, even though there are some things that haven't aged well in it, which we'll get to in a second. Um, but I do think this is a, a very solid issue. It's very, it's very fun. It, it's very well paced, and, ju- and and even from this, and, and we'll talk about this more as we get to the, the Human Torch mini series here in a second. Um, you know, he really strives on a lot of back, a lot of uh, supporting characters, and and that's one thing I think is very interesting about my experiences with reading Dan Slott comic books. Um, and I'm not saying that every, that's like every writer, right. But I, it feels like some writers love to do like the inside narration, you know, Dan slot. I feels like, and this is a reminder of how much he likes to do these, you know, more, a lot of different characters interacting with each other, you know, and that's, but maybe that's a byproduct of the fact that he likes to do Marvel style. And those who don't know Marvel style is when the art, he gives the artists or the script or the, his plot. And again, I'm not sure how, how how fleshed out this is as plot, but the, the, the bare bones example is he does, you know, he tells the artist, here's what, here's what needs to happen in 22 pages. Artist gives it back to him and he puts a dialogue in after the fact. So I'm not sure if he plots every page, whatever, and I would, regardless.
0: Because there's different, yeah, different sure. people that have different ways of sure. Marvel style. Um, Yeah.
1: So that's what, and that's what he did for this. So I don't know if that's a byproduct of it, but it's an example of that. And I thought it's a, it's, it's a strong issue. It's a strong issue. It it really shows off of how good he's good at interacting and and pacing when he has a lot of characters to go off of.
0: My, my thing about this issue is it's a, it's a very good She-Hulk story that stars Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, It's not a Spider-Man story. It is a She-Hulk story that stars that has happens to have Spider-Man in it. Um, I think the twist of them of Pug bringing Peter Parker in, and then suddenly Peter is going, "Oh no, <laughs> I want to settle <laughs> because yeah. I'm about to get hit with a bunch of money." Uh, the whole thing backfires on him. Now, there is a, th- a plot point that could easily solve this in- that entire part of the dilemma, though. All Pete has to do is go into the office, take his mask off and say, I am Peter Parker. And then that solves that entire dilemma. But had you had this happen, it, it, it creates an entire issue with Spider-Man in terms of his dynamic. I mean, if he gets a $300 million check that, 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 that is no longer Spider-Man is no longer Spider-Man and it's being done in a shield. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a bit that's so, By going through the avenue of a She-Hulk story that stars Spider-Man, it's fun. The way that uh, he uses continuity here, I think is is pretty well done. Uh, The the callbacks, if you're a a fan of Spider-Man and you're a big-time fan of Spider-Man, he brings up a lot of continuity. Now, sometimes that comes across not... In the most, it's not in the most organic of ways. Here, s- very organic. This is mm-hmm. one of those stories where I feel like that most of the continuity nods and everything are are very organic. Uh, I thought it was like like you. I agree on this issue. This is a very well paced. Uh, the the art style is very um, stylized. Stylized, yeah. yeah.
2: For for lack of a better term, uh, it, it it's it's two thousands stylized, which is kind of a this was this was the time of like Brian Hitch on Ultimates. This this isn't like Joe Maguire where he's like so stylized you can make it into like a Saturday morning cartoon. This is more not Renan's St- There's there's a, it's a it's weird. Like Zach even said, there's a muscle to peg it. Oh, I in like it. It's a it's a I very, love it, it's a very <laughs> European.
3: Early
2: yeah. yeah. Europe. It's a very banded SNA uh, art style. That's a good way of putting but, it. Down.
1: But you know, I, I, the art style never bothered me. It, it's more the designs. I, I I think that's probably the worst I've ever seen Scorpion ever drawn. <laughs> to be quite honest. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's not. It's not. The 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 legal stuff is fine. The he's Spidey is fine. His round's cool. Everything, really fun, yeah. everything in the courtroom is good. The Scorpion though. Yeah, the Scorpion's not good. It looks because it's because
3: like, it's cause, like you know Scorpion Ditko. The way Ditko did the mask of Scorpion is so unique, where like it cover, it like sticks to his mouth, yeah, and then it exposes yeah. the eyes, and then people don't, they kind of, they're like, I think people get a little confused by that. Yeah, you know, I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit to Big Time. I think Slot recognized this problem back then, and he wrote the Spider Slayer story specifically so he could give Scorpion a new costume.
1: I, I forgot. I totally forgot he's in, in that. Yeah. So it's been right. it's been a minute. Hey, uh, good. <laughs> that's good. Try school. Can you throw up the page I sent you? The 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 um, the one page I sent for this issue. Which one? I, I, it's, it's only cool. the one for She-Hulk.
0: It should be right below the She-Hulk cover, buddy.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, no, it's so, the Human Torch one. Hang on. Oh, oh.
0: it's whatever I'll, yeah. I'll keep going. I'll keep I'll, going I'll, on. Yeah. I'll, Hey, it's awesome. it's it's in everything that was sent. Neil is in is already on the page. You just got here. We go. Here we go.
3: Yeah.
2: All right. Sorry, so, it's it's out of order from the. Uh, yeah, that's on, my. That's on. On, that's on me. Sorry.
1: Yeah, Tresco, you're good. Um, so I want to say before I I want to give a really strength to the issue before I give a little bit of a criticism. Um, of what we talked about, or I alluded to before, but I do before I get into that, I do I really liked this part, and I, and this is the one thing I would say slot regardless of you know for me when i read slot he knows how to balance things i think emotionally and he even though he is a little like, i've met slot a few times he's such a he's a big goofball i like that about him you know and, and like i think he he's there is that sense of like playfulness to him that i think it's lost online and people want to attack that and i think yeah, he gets, sure I, I think there's a good naturedness to him that like also mm-hmm. becomes when like, you he, when he you is, uh,
0: to just dovetail off that point paul when you interview him he is Jovial, he is bombastic. He is a fun yeah. interview. Yeah, and I oh, think he's that way with was- the fans. It's just that there is a element with him that f- comes across as very thin skinned, and he feel he gets very defensive.
3: Yeah,
0: over- I, Twitter, I, Twitter I, brings I, out Twitter brings out the worst of everybody, and slots no exception. Uh, yeah, and, I was going to say. I mean, we just we just had that happen with with Pat Gleason today. People were trying to take him just sending out an image of, of like what he's doing, what progress he's working on and going from there. So, you know,
1: it's sad. It's- and, and you know, and, and, and the thing is, it sucks is like, you know, you, I, part of it, maybe it's because it's a surprise that people would have go out for that hard, but people, I, I, you know, for me, people have never always never, never changed, you know, being in school, people that to bully me and stuff like that. Like it just, it's really is about other people want to get that reaction from you. And it is about reaction. It really, and I I strive off of 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 people react, getting people reactions from people. Anyone who knows me well knows I love to do this.
2: You this like to poke. poke I love I, poke. high school. Oh, yeah. un, high school is unfortunately indicative of the rest of the American experience.
1: It is, and you know, and so I I, I know we're talking about the comics here, but I just want to say I, I just I think that that's kind of the the problem. Some people can deal with that better than others, and I. And again, I don't, I don't really follow slot on Twitter. I, I don't follow, be honest. I don't follow a lot of people I love on, 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 over their comics on Twitter. Cause, cause it's frankly, it just, it just, I just don't really want the, everyone's stuff on them on my thing. It's weird. I'm, I'm social. You
2: need
1: to log off. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> but I, I just want to say that I do think this is a great example of his strength as a writer that I love that he is, you know, Spider-Man is talking to the J. Jonah's lawyer here. And it's a great layout, and the art the artist did a great job of laying out and doing the close ups. Um, you know, the wide shot, close up, and then the close up right before the last panel, and then a wide shot at the end, and just and, and slot knowing how comics work so well knows how to bring that narratively in the dialogue again. He's doing his Marvel styles, he's doing it all after the fact, bring this all home on this one page. This is beautiful. This is a really this really sums it up to like Jay Jonahs side, right? Like I, sure. I thought that was really well done. It just, again, it shows you a strength as a writer. And I think as, and more importantly, a strength, strength as a comic writer. So I thought this was a great moment, in the, my favorite moment in the book, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. It's it's one of uh, the, I think the twist of bringing Peter on, he's like, oh, it's deja vu. And he's like, what? Like uh, the humor in this issue was really well done. Uh, I, I felt like the, uh, <laughs> the humor of, she of like the, the fight with she Hulk and, and Spidey fighting the scorpion. I thought was was re- like, you know, Peter's like, Hey, uh, you would to talk down a supervillain. <laughs> and we ended a fight by talking, you know, right. I thought that was really well done. Um, I just, you know, I think this is a, this was an issue that got a lot of people going, man, I think he might be able to write Spider-Man. And there's, and it's cl- very clear to see why as a guest star, in a she-hulk book he did really well and i think that that but that that has that has to be said you know i think this well, was and a-
1: also well i remember he, he has peter talking to mary jane and yeah. so i mean like you know i mean so it's not like no, until, um, until,
0: until it's the shapeshifter,
1: <laughs> right but but no but like but even the, before that like in the first in the, in the first beginning of the page you know she's there and he's talking and he, he so you see the l he understands like the 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 mythos if you will or at the time which is yeah I mean, they're married you know yeah. but I, I and just really quickly to wrap i, I think it's a really fun issue the the comment and i'll just say it right there if you want to get i don't want people to offend people but like when he, when, he, when spider-man talks about you know i'm uh you know i ask him why do you think jay jonah hates you and he's because you know it's maybe because it's because i'm black you know, and I'm like,
3: everyone's like, gasp. I and he's I know, like, I oh, like, I didn't well, know. Like yeah, I friends. know. The, friends are I, the, I the know. thing is, though, is I, I, if I may interject, is I, it's the, Twitter, well, it's the Twitter courtroom. It's the Twitter courtroom. That, I feel like, I don't know, that moment to me still kind of works. I feel like that's like, there are worse things in older comics. There sure is.
1: I, 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 I just it's think it, maybe. It just it, hasn't aged as well as I wanted it to.
3: That's all. But but at the same time too,
0: I see Peter saying that to get a rise out of Jonah. You know uh, well, what I mean? Yeah, like like I that's, put him on the spot. Yeah it, yeah. It, I understand. It, yeah. yeah. Like, he knows he knows that that Jonah is going to sit there and twist himself into a knot to try to worm right. his way out of it. And you know, like it also break it's also one of those things I think I, I view it as a way of him of slot trying to break the tension of this very serious matter with Peter's humor. And you know, this is supposed to be a dramedy like the, the the book is supposed to be a dramedy. So you gotta, you gotta kind of look at it from that standpoint too. I
2: I will say, I think that the humor is not, it's not slots fault. It aged poorly back in 2004. There wasn't this whole, uh, identity this this whole examination of identity in the american conscience yes. and so the, the humor hasn't aged well but it's not because of slot i think that you know that kind of joke was fine in 2004 and- yeah no
1: we've evolved we've evolved of, of people since then and i right. think that's I mean, even
0: five years ago that joke that joke and you know what's funny i guarantee you if you if you bring that to a black person they're gonna laugh uh, you know it, depends, regardless- on who you, it yeah. depends on who you ask i will, yeah, I will say, say- there's gonna be a segment of people that are gonna laugh at it regardless of their of their skin color. And I think that even there are some in the African American community that are gonna go, oh that yeah, because uh,
3: they, they like Spider-Man
0: and they, they he did, he did a ha ha. Yeah, he did and a ha.
3: And people yeah. still say, Oh, I'm I'm not blank. Some of my best friends are blank, you know. Yeah. Right, right. So which is again Jonah twisting himself into knots mm-hmm.
0: is what Jonah would do.
1: So, it, 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 it wasn't it wasn't like a deal breaker for me it just was right. like uh it's just i i just feel like right now in, in the social way the social conscious is and again i think sure. we are we are, we are a better people right of overall of being respectful more of those kinds of things and because again like i don't want to say everything should be off limits either but i think there just should be like some time to let things kind of heal maybe i don't know it's but yeah. I, i'm the same but in retrospect it's like eh, it's just like it just it feels different now compared to back then, so what, Which, to, what, you're say,
0: what you're saying is it took you out of the
2: story when you're re, when you're reading this. Exa- yeah, that's
1: a great point. So to, yeah, to, 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 to okay. me, it
2: was it wasn't as egregious as the joke Peter made about the Vulturians and Avengers: The Initiative, right? Where uh, Peter yeah. well, where Peter goes, oh, <laughs> guess one of the Vulturians got a sex change, right? Where, that's, where that, 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 taking, that that's, topic's taken a bit more seriously these days. So right, yeah. right, right, like, right. Oh, right, oh, right. oh Dan. <laughs> Yeah. Well,
1: again, that's we more yeah, flippant
3: about stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so, so,
1: so. I, I think we could. So I think we all. So me and me and Zach both agree that it yeah. is a There's very gonna
0: solid be version. there's gonna be probably more agreeing on this episode, this inaugural episode, because this is something yeah. I like.
3: Yeah. I just want to so, point out that these issues yeah. we're talking about are like almost twenty years old. That's crazy.
2: If, yeah. if someone can provide me the history lesson, this is this is just before New Avengers, right? I think Disassembled yes. hadn't happened yet. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's not right. Because yeah. Disassembled was '05. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Man, that timeline moves fast. Jesus Christ.
1: 2006, yeah. man. Yeah. All right, so we'll move on to Spider-Man and the Human Torch, yeah. new series. Which, yeah. which I would probably say, it sounds like, I remember when this happened, um, or when Dan Slott was announced um, as a part of the team, I want to say this was probably the catalyst that like, helped him get on to the main series. I know Avengers Initiative helped him too. Uh, no, um, this, this,
0: this was certainly... Uh, this. Okay, so the reaction to this miniseries was overwhelmingly positive, mm-hmm. I recall um especially online especially like because even if you go back to the very earliest days of crawl spaces podcast when i was on there me and jr both and brad all three felt like because of this miniseries that dan could get the voice of spider-man right because at that point we didn't know we didn't know like at that point you're you're in the we just got done i think with the uh, uh we just got done with the totem story with J, uh, JMS and then we're moving on to since past since past hits hits the splatter hits the fan. And this was kind of like such a palate cleanser to that uh, for a lot of people, especially with Templeton's artwork um, slot and Templeton, I think, are like peanut butter and, and jelly. They're just they work well together.
2: Didn't they do something recently, or am I misremembering?
0: I think they did. um, I think they did an issue of Fantastic Four, I believe.
2: Because I know Tide Devils has been mainly working on Batman stuff, but I wasn't sure if he'd done something with Slot recently. So So, so,
0: we want to talk about these individually, because they're they're five stories.
1: Yeah, I... I mean, I think we can just again. I don't want to break down each one. We can just talk. I think we should talk about this uh, maybe as a whole more, and then talk about maybe some of our strength, our favorite issues of the five, and maybe as because I think because to me this is a great example of what Slot does. Because Slot, I think, is he I don't know it does look things more broadly from a, from, from like, not just like every like break down every single issue. Mm-hmm. You, it, it, like any writer is going to have like, you know, to me, in, in my opinion, is going to have, you know, bits and pieces here, that are going to be critiqued. Sure. But as a whole, I think it should be more of like a broad in general that we do this whole show. It's more broadly, you know, just kind of, t- cause I think, yeah, I can nitpick. We could all nitpick, or or positive pick, if you will, certain things we loved or liked. But I think we just we should emphasize the things that like we liked it. If we liked it overall, and then what we what the ones we liked the most. When we, we did, or, and moments we maybe didn't like or whatever. So I think um, I
2: think Paul's right. Brevity is going to be the soul of. What yeah, you're...
1: yeah, I agree. Yeah, so. And so, just before we get into like talk about, you know, I was getting my brief history. I have not ever read this before until we read this. Um, I was Same. Out of so I had I was out of comics from basically from the late mid late 90s, like like 97 98 is when I got out of it. So, right when Peter Parker got back into Spider Man, I pretty much got out um fully because i got really into punk rock and playing music and i just had no money or, or time and comics frankly in the mid late 90s were not great it just was not great um yeah i, and, I, I uh,
0: love that era between be, before the reboot before mackie byrne took over like I there, there
1: were some movie. fun issues i liked some of it the problem was i just didn't have the time or money and the resources oh, it was an
0: investment i mean back then you had to yeah. get four issues i mean it was basically essentially a weekly a book you know four issues a month yeah uh,
1: so plus yeah so so I, I i jumped out got back into comics because i was working at a call center um, and wanted like comics to read while i was waiting for calls or whatever you know this was a bs and i started picking up trades and i remember i got back into jms you know the totem spider-man stuff which by the way i love and um i i told myself okay because i knew myself and i, had, I had picked up some trades you know along the way for a couple of years like okay so this about 2003 four i'm like Okay, I'm just going to pick up trades. Trades are fun because I don't want to get into single issues. And sure enough, one day of picking up trades, what do I see? A new Avengers issue number one, or no, the first trade. And I went, Is Spider Man in the, in the Avengers? And the comic guy I was going to at the time was like, Yeah. I was like, And then I said, Well, how many issues are there? Well, this is the first trade. And I have the other two that are right over there. So I'm like, So basically, it just started? Yeah. I'm like, and I was like, well, all right, I'll, I'll only buy Spider-Man and new Avengers and it's the rest is history. So, uh, um, so anyway, I have missed all of that. Um, I remember I, had, I got on the crawl space. I had found it years, a year later, you know, not too far afterwards. And I remember people talk when, when Dan slot name got brought up, you guys taught, I remember, you know, not every word from detail, obviously, but I remember you talking about this mini series. And I always meant to go read it, but I never I never got back to reading it until till now for this. So I you know, which by the way, really quickly, I, I, I have this digest version because I thought I was buying the regular version and <laughs> this game. And I was like, Man, I found this Avenger, this this Spider-Man human torch thing for a steal. It's like five bucks. I'm like, hell yeah! And I look at this. Game, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, oh digest, and I, and then so then really quickly, I'll throw it to you here in a sec. Um I said, well, I read comics physically mainly now, and that's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to read this goddamn digest and like it. This is not fun to read. And so then I taught that, and then I went to digital. So here's the Last thing, last thing. The reason why... And this is why I think manga does better like this than, than American comics. Because if you guys can notice here, look how small these pages, these panels are and these words are. Yeah. Like, it is hard, homie. I don't care it, if you have great eyes. It's This is not easy.
2: They, I, have so paper, I have a hard time reading hard reading the six two point six point two five by 10s.
1: Yeah. So, anyway, I read them. Zach, go, why don't you go ahead and lead us into the, what your, what your so, thoughts are. So, that digest program, that was uh, – There was that was among the few that
0: and then they had Spider-Man, Marvel Age Spider-Man. Those those were included with the trade that that digest uh, format for Scholastic. So those are
2: designed for kids. Those are designed for kids, teens, and young adults. That's that's (laughs) how you get kids to not read is by giving them those things.
1: (laughs) No, no. But and not because it's had, not good, but because it's still hard to read. That's what I saying, Yeah,
2: yeah. They they had to.
0: If you read the digests and you read the like the physical copies, oh, almost all of them. Is. Dave Sharp had to go in and re-read and redo all the dialogue to make it fit that that that, that format.
1: Look at this look how small this is
3: that makes sense like, because the spider manga, girl ones are, are re-lettered right manga is just it. like
2: t- manga is just like 20 splash pages per chapter so yeah
1: no but but there's there is just again we're, gonna sc- we're actually a little serious now but i think that proves it shows that you you write for the medium you are and manga gets what it is in that in this format and it's just like it's it just it's just interesting. So yeah. I don't recommend getting reading, reading American comics in digest format. Paul,
2: well, so. you're onto something because my nephew, um, my step nephew, um, he's just getting into kind of reading comics, and he loves My Hero Academia. And I think if it was styled like American Digest, he would hate them so much. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, some go. people, All some right. people
1: got into comics via the Digests, but that's just hey. No, that's cool, but as as a as a mainstream form, this is not welcoming by any means. No, it's probably not. All right, so um, maybe, maybe fair, not as maybe not as
3: welcoming for adults because these again children and they are smaller people.
1: Children are not going to be able to read this. Still, this is this is not fun to read this small. I don't know. it's, a, it's a smaller Gabby, it's a
3: smaller person. I've given. <laughs> I've given the Scholastic, the scholastic Book Fair and its Consequences There's a, of there's, in a height, there's a height and uh, uh, size ratio to consider I was here. Say,
2: like, <laughs> all, all, all right,
3: right. Female, all right. Look, look,
2: females
0: also like that type of format because it's something that they can throw in their purse.
2: Sound like a Ferengi from Star Trek. Females, likes, females <laughs> oh, like the right. Digest. <laughs> okay, Adam. <laughs> time, <laughs> it, further emphasizes this... Time, time, time. Gabble, gabble, gabble. you're getting muted. All right.
0: Anyway. So my point being that uh, this was an, uh, very much an all ages Spider-Man story and it goes through Spider-Man's history really well. I think it, I think Templeton's artwork, uh, he tried to alter it slightly for each period um, and it's really, really well done. The way that uh, we get the interactions with, um, with...
1: Let's throw, let's throw up the covers while we're talking
0: here. Yeah, well, throw up some covers. Yeah. Throw, throw Thank you. So we got the cover of, of issue one here. This takes place in the '60s, right around the time of Marvel
1: team. Yeah, '60s. Let's just say, takes place early in their careers.
2: Early yeah. in the yeah. career. Yeah. The the, time. Life, the life story life. before life story. Yes. Yeah. it's like yeah. the
3: first couple of years or so. Like yeah. This first, is like around it's like the, the Ditko run. This is the Ditko run of Spider-Man. There you go. When yeah, this takes yeah, place. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Like, it's like before during the Ditko run, but before Marvel team up number one.
3: So yeah, uh, yes. uh, that,
0: you know, so it, it's very, it's, it's a fun little jaunt. There is a little narrative thread that's formed here of, there's a bit of twinge of jealousy
1: that Johnny has for here. But, 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 but so, but Zach, I want to know, cause I don't want to break down every issue. Like I want to know like overall does Dan slot through these five issues how does it make? Because how do you perceive this? Because you said you loved like Dan Slot's writing in this series, and you, you said that for what a long I, what time. What I so. liked about it was that he got he
0: got Spider Man's voice right, mm-hmm. especially for the specific time periods that he covers. And I also mm-hmm. felt like that, in terms of a the conclusion of this story, I felt like it was a very logical choice. To me, yeah. the Fantastic Four and Spider Man that relationship is different than
1: Daredevil and Spider-Man. Oh, like that- Dar- can I, let me cut you off really quickly. And Pete's time. You can tell me, shut the hell up. You're the boss. But like, I just think that there is an overrated rule. People overrate the relationship between Spider-Man and Peter Parker or Spider-Man. And I'm sorry, Spider-Man and Daredevil completely. Oh no, I disagree, drives me nuts.
0: I, I disagree with that. Cause I, I like, especially, especially when so. Peter David wrote him, Especially the stuff like there's there's an issue of, of uh, Spider like of Daredevil where Ben Riley shows up that I really did enjoy how you know they integrated with each other. I think him learning his identity made sense. Uh, I like the Sinister story. So I, but I but okay of- is it is it as is it as peanut butter and jelly as the Fantastic Four relationship? No, it's just different.
1: The problem it's is different, that- it's different, but it's like, hold on, hold on, really quick. It's, it's time. If we're, if we're doing too much of a divergence, I apologize, but that's all right. The last this, thing is I'm say about this, this is fine. This, this, this is what I'm going to say about Peter Spider-Man and Daredevil. And I'm going to leave it here. Okay. Cause I want to talk about Spider-Man and Hebrew Torch, but I just want to say, in my opinion, it goes, I would say Fantastic Four and Spider-Man are like right here. like at the top of like their relationship and how important that is to Peter Parker and Spider-Man Daredevil is like down here. Well that's
3: because like, the
0: in the in the last few recent years with Daredevil not knowing Peter's identity, that completely shatters a lot of the relationship that was built. I would
1: put so many people above Daredevil above uh, to, to Fantastic Four. That's all I'm saying. So well, I mean Fantastic Four I, I rate at the very top.
2: Well, so, I know, but I would say Daredevil's at the very bottom almost. No,
0: I if
3: anything I, I, can, I,
2: can I toss in my hat in the ring real quick? Sure. I think that Daredevil is lower on Peter's end, but Spider Man is high on Daredevil's end.
1: That, 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 okay, you I may have hit that. the nail on the head I, on
0: that I one. Think, yeah, because, because out of everybody, Pete is the only character that understands what Daredevil's plight is because of their shared villains, because of the fact that they're more street level vigilantes. I'm not saying that they're. That the relationship is great with Peter and Matt, it's Spider
3: Man and Daredevil. That's different.
0: That happens. Okay, okay.
1: So, so
3: if reply. anything, to to segue back in, if anything, this series shows the importance of the Fantastic Four to Spider Man. Thank you. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Spider no, Man here. and
0: Fantastic Four become fa- like genuinely become a family here, and it's always been like a somewhat implied thing. There is a respect there that, that yeah, reed has agreed. for spider-man that sue you know there was that uh there's that uh uh until tales annual where pete oh, takes you that. out
1: that's so good which that's i think was fan. drawn by
0: that's... ty Templeton, by the way
3: you know, the no, first... no, no all Mike, Mike that's already that's already yeah. Okay. already yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah but yeah that, that's a fun that's a fun story my you, know, issues right. ever. you know so so like it was a lot of like that type of thing you're like okay and then you got you got this little sibling rivalry type thing with.
1: Can we keep rotate the covers too, guys? V- yeah.
0: Really
2: quick. Oh, yes, I'll, 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 I'll take ready. care of that. Uh, I'll take it. Uh, Zach, focus on the debate. I or the discussion. I will focus on the covers. Okay.
3: Sorry.
0: So, so like, like, and I like how each cover also reflects because, like, this is a little bit later, but before Gwen dies. So so this is, is like, the
3: Remita run, essentially. This is definitely, runs like fire, right? Yeah, yeah. Earlyish, like. Pre, this is Betty and Veronica,
0: MJ Gwen era, which I know you're going to have some things to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's definitely highlighted here. Yeah, this is like uh, the
3: heart of that, like late '60s pre George Stacy's death. Yeah, yeah. Hockey this is straight Bean up. Gang.
2: This is straight up. I I love the ending of this issue. <laughs> when, can anyone, can anyone, tell me who the colorist is? It's not Hollowell, but it reminds me of someone with that palette. Nelson.
0: I think Nelson's the uh, col- uh, the colorist, uh, okay. but but yeah, uh, the the color <laughs> like the end of this issue, you've got the spider buggy, him to doing donuts on the freaking side of the of the Daily great. Bugle, which was hilarious. That like great. The humor is great. This is where I felt like he gets the humor because if it's not being sophomoric, which is I like criticism I have for him later, here it's it's just you know it's fun when it's when he's when it's not the pressure here's the here's my thing about slot when he's not under the pressure of having to write the amazing spider-man i feel like he's more loose in his writing style that's what's reflected here in this
1: book man it's so funny because like i i totally again it's been a while since i've read his comics it made the spider-man run but i don't see much of a difference between this than what i as far as then to me narratively or not narratively um characterization wise from spider-man for the most part again it's been a while maybe i'll change my mind but this this just feels all in line to what i read as spider-man for peter parker i do think
3: there is a parallel uh between just from what i barely remember um but uh and that's and if that's good or bad it probably depends
1: (laughs) yeah i i don't know i mean it i i thought Re- reading this for the first time ever was interesting because i didn't i didn't love it but i liked it right mm-hmm. like i don't think like when i read this i'm not like this is great. a spider-man get this man on 500 issues like i'm not sure, i would not yeah. read this now and say oh yeah this guy's got it he's But you
0: you've also got a you, you got to gotta... We got to bring it back to the context of when this is being published, too. This is 05. Well,
1: I understand. Yeah.
0: So, so we're getting all this like super dense, dark,
1: and right. I, I don't, I don't dislike the old overall... JMS. JMS was not that dark, in my opinion.
3: This it, is this you know, around the under, other, or like got, right before? Uh,
2: no, um, other other was two, oh,
0: 06, I oh, think six. during new events, it got darker. though, when Dio came aboard. In general, I felt like it wasn't as dark, but he was on it that it,
1: Well, I guess he was on it a while
0: actually.
2: I, I think also to the context of when this book came out, Spider Man was very um, m- metaphysics heavy, as in like it, it examined the character a lot. Yes, and and they usually did it, and I don't want to say in a grimmer in a grimmer lens. No, I don't mean. This, this, but this is a much more lighthearted examination of Spider Man as a character compared yeah. to his contemporary. This no, uh, is like something published in the sixties,
0: seventies,
1: and eighties. As no, nineties
0: and beyond. But
1: but but again, I know what you're saying. But it's not like this that eras. And even though I like, think they, they kind of went that route a little bit, it's yeah. it's supposed to be you know earlier in their that part of their of their careers as, as superheroes, right? Yes. I, I I think Neil, you bring up a great point that. At the time because I love the JMS run, and we've we reviewed it for the comic binge, um, Spider-Man the Spider-Man Council. And right. I've talked about how, like, it's it's not, it's it's again, it's baby bear for me. I always love using my baby baby bear analogy, it's just right, it's just a light enough, it's just dark enough, it's not like it can kind of go either direction. Yeah. Um, this is obviously more light-hearted, and that's not bad. It's just that I, I would not read the, and that's the thing with Spider Man that to me is what's critical as a writer and this is all our preferences as, as what we what we project on ourselves which is not and again we have talked I talk about projection a lot I don't think it's a bad thing because right. you can only you can only love and like things that you the way you like so of course you project yourself onto something it's just way in
2: reality you know right, and, right. And, I, think and and, I think it also doesn't help that Spider Man was very introspective this era. As far as kind of looking back on the like you had uh what was it issue five hundred the the look yeah. back on Spider-Man as a concept yes and I think this this book is sort of the um the the opposite the, the, okay. the, the, the happy the happier cousin that doesn't that's not as som- it's not, not, not it's only not somber not okay. there, it's, there, it's,
3: there it's, is some like there is some depth throughout this five, these five issues no for yeah, sure because sure. like, sure. like yeah. Zach said there's a there's the 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 irony plot point that comes, you know, that starts in issue one and it ends in five. And it honestly it's, leads uh, into, yeah, and it leads into a pretty, you know, like, both of their understandings of each other, the irony of that comes back around. And then it honestly leads into a pretty heartwarming ending. The you know, ending I agree. I is utterly
0: fabulous. I, that's probably my favorite of the issues because you get to see, like, it, it, it one of the best things about, like JMS's run, like issue 50, right? Where MJ's like, you never bring me to work. You never introduce me to your work friends. And then she, and then, you know, there's Captain America. And this is kind of an extension of that, where it's like you get to bring in Aunt May and MJ and it it, it envelops that part of his world that he could never share prior to. And it took all these adventures and all this trust that's built up and it's highlighted throughout this entire miniseries to when you get to the end of the miniseries, you're like, oh, yeah, really, they they are like family.
2: I will also say, I'm skipping ahead a little bit in my thought process on this, but I I think Slot has a problem going forward of kind of sticking the landing of his stories. This story, to me, especially issue five, which I'll pull up right now, feels very much like Slot. Bam! Simone Biles, the landing. He he. Honestly, and there's there's a criticism of most
0: writers these days in 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 nailing the end of a mini series like this. This is one of those cases. Well, I, just I, a story I, arc. I, <laughs> as yeah. a story, it did a great job of nailing the ending and going. Okay, I want more between between Spidey and and the Human Torch. I want no. this. I, I want I want more interactions with the Fantastic Four, I,
3: which I'm, led I'm to really a lot serious.
0: of disappointment, in my opinion. Whenever the Fantastic Four suddenly don't know his identity after after nailing this so well, then Slot has to go back and try to fix that, and it just was an inferior but that's, story. But that's
1: but but you know but that to me is just a byproduct of of, of the era that it was in. Well, and it's it. fault. That's
0: not that's not Slot's fault.
1: That's exactly. So I, I don't think. But, but at, at the same time. I would say these, these comics are, they're fun. And I'm not saying this is bad. I just, it's just interesting. And when I read it, I'm not like, Oh, we have to give this guy a Spider-Man. I'm like, Oh yeah, he'd be, he'd be interesting. I would never have predicted that he'd go on to be who he was. And on yeah. this arc, which again, I'm the one who likes to dance lot the most probably here, which is, it's funny me saying that. So, but I don't, but I did really like this. Um, I, I, There are a couple things and it's not really, this is a slot thing. It's more of like, I I talked about with you guys on our, on our text chain, how I think that the weird thing is that making MJ and Gwen friends is, it's always so obnoxious to me. And and that's, you know, a a little bit of a problem. I do have a little bit, again, there is a little bit of retroactively like kind of cringy moments in here that I I, I just want to, I want to take some criticisms out of the way. um, First, really quick. But there's a part I'm not sure if I oh, said. so that so that's
3: why you, you chose those sexy pages.
1: <laughs> I did. Yes, thank you. So there's the page. Did I send you as the page of, of Felicia in her underwear? Like yes, yeah, like, like yeah. So put that up for me.
3: And She Hulk uh, in the I, maid costume.
1: Yeah, there are two elements here. It feels and you guys talked about this whole silk thing, which that's weird. I don't want to bring that up now. I'm just going to mention that as a. a, a that's the evil. worst. I would say. Okay. That's oh, not, now, now listen. I'm not, the- I'm not. I'm not. I adam i want you to I know, really. i don't know. Like, know i
2: know. I, I, I think we'll have words I about know. that when we get to yes when we get when we get to <laughs> that but that's continue, not right continue
3: now. paul continue thank paul. you
1: thank you thank you thank you so i bring this up not because i want to be sexy but i want to pr- point out that this <laughs> shows again that um this is it's overly sexualized for males and it's just I, and listen i'm not saying this bad for people who want to be sexualized themselves i'm not saying that at all but the problem is, it's just like an overemphasis. This whole issue, specifically, is just like Johnny trying to get his kicks on and get laid by either She Hulk or Felicia. It and is, it is
0: abnormally a horny issue. That
1: it, it's it's just a little much. And even like, and I know like this really bothered me. I'll be honest, this legitimately bothered me. And but the, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, I have to go back, sit back a little bit, and say, okay johnny storm is like a very you know attractive celebrity he's used to getting what he wants so she hulk is a very attractive woman and he's just you know i mean I, I i don't i put myself in that situation and i'm like maybe i would do I, you know whatever but it just seems weird when it, it's like right off the bat like oh she hulk like you're in a maid costume so we should just oh, boy, be oy, here. Oy, oy. <laughs> yeah i'm like oh when i read that i was like oh man which rough, i you man. Know, gotta give i gotta give
0: jen credit in that scene because she once she realizes what am i wearing i would never wear this as jen walters but i you know i feel different when i'm when i'm she Hulk, which was something that was really explored during burns she Hulk.
1: no and and and, and slot like brought yeah. you know all that's that that is and i think that's a fair fair thing to say that that being said it's just felt it's very, very horny. Awkward. It's very, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, and, and and to get, it's basically there to get Johnny horny enough to work with Felicia. And it's just kind of yeah.
3: awkward. It and is it's just awkward. like,
1: and then Felicia's like, Oh, I have to get in my underwear to get, be able to get into this, pick this lock. It's like, God damn! Like, why are we doing this, guys? Up
3: Yeah,
1: it's
0: it's very it's very early
3: two thousands. It's it's very early two thousands,
0: and it's very indicative of how a lot of people in in Marvel, especially in the two thousands, from really this period uh, all the way through, including into Brand New Day, viewed Felicia as
2: nothing but pure sex.
1: Not just Felicia, but a lot of women. Well, no, I no. Mean, if, if, if you
2: look at... You, to, 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 to broaden our horizon, like, if you look at the way, like, Brian Michael Bendis openly lusts after Katie Pride, or, um... <laughs> or, like, the way Jim Lee draws Psylocke. Or <laughs>
0: Jessica Jones?
2: That's different. Well, I that's, 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 that's example. That's an examination of the character, rather than, like, rather than just, like... Are just getting... A
0: rectum exam with Luke Cage in the oh, foreground. Oh, oh, oh my, my God! God. Oh, hang, on, hang
3: on, hang on, Adam, on.
2: Court, Adam please, please, But, but what I'm off. saying is that, but like, if you look at the way Jim Lee draws Psylocke, or okay, that's fair, that's fair. They view these characters primarily as sex objects or or things that drive that drive the male ego yes. primarily, and then as characters a sort of a bonus feature, right. Yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's yeah, very right, much that edge. Very much that edgy, like the two-year gap from like the the Y2K. That's when the trend really took off. I think. And, well, and it was, that really, that was a
0: very much a Jameis thing because he was trying to get
1: people to um, buy comics, right?
0: And no, no, that no, was no, very no, much no, yeah. Really.
1: Yeah. Well and it, it, it to, to put to bring it to your point, um, this is before Disney bought bought them, and I'm not sure if he was still in charge at this point, but this is oh, no. james the-
0: had left. He left um this was after Casada took over.
1: Casada took takes over and
0: kind yeah, of kept was- the status quo for the most part. He
1: with- t- yeah, he did. Because, you know, I'll never forget when I was dating my wife. Um, we I had a bunch of comics, and I think I had like a bunch of civil war tie-in issues and miss marvel was one of them the carol danvers miss marvel yeah. and she was in like her like you know old school yeah. which i guess i grew up on that costume which i have a fondness for not because i'm horny no but like because i'm actually like the costume but i it's attractive i mean i'm not gonna lie it's sexy but i mean it's i, I, would, I, I would like to have a marvel legend of the the, the swimsuit yeah I but mean... but but the picture if you guys if you guys know what i wish i, I should have brought it up is this the frank it, but... is this the frank show cover it's it's like issue like f- it's it's in that <laughs> <see rug>. <laughs> no it's it's in the um it's Frank show so I'm not surprised. It's, it's the Civil War 2005. It, it, she's like fighting the brood, but it's later on, it's like it's like the initiative or whatever. It's like one of those issues. Yeah, I think that's what you're talking
2: about. Yeah.
1: But like anyway, I was I was looking at it and my father in law, my future father in law goes, look at that. That girl's got huge boobs, which is ridiculous. <laughs> you know, and but, but guys, in all seriousness, it yeah. was like it kind of it really opened my eyes. i like, and like, he probably thinks of why I bought it, but it wasn't the reason at all. Right, no, yeah. at it's cheaper it. than a Playboy, like, give him that. Well, I was, yeah, but that I, was, I was, was pretty cheap back then. <laughs> But I was buying it because I was the initiative, but like, but I realized I'm like, shit, like people think like when they look at my comics and they see this Miss Marvel character with huge, gigantic breasts that are unreasonable for like, you know, any woman dude. at that point, you know, fighting. it's like, it's I was like, damn. Things, yeah. It's one of those things when you
0: look at like, especially how it's comic tough. shops were too at the time. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like dude, man. the 90s lady yeah. death. The, 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 know? the '90s. I mean, everything was uh, was in your face, and it was just. Which again,
1: like- cheese like like cheesecake stuff. Like, I don't want to dismiss people who generally like that. Like, whatever, right? Like, I'm not Listen, I don't here, want to. If you, I have, don't want to. I don't want to diminish it, but I do want to say when you're attract, it's a difference for the type of audience you want to attract. If you want right. to attract all ages people, you don't need to put out this like ridiculous like stuff like that. No, like, it, to,
2: to, to to bring it back to like our. our- romantic relationships when when i introduced my then girl, my then girlfriend to comics back in college i introduced her to kamala khan miss marvel um i don't think i could have gotten her to go near a comic book if it looked like the cover for uh, mighty avengers number one where or, or the end of the end where um jan where ultron jan is naked oh, yeah. and standing over uh sentry's wife i could never have gotten her to go near that it was a very hostile environment for a female comic fan, especially right. in that immediate era. And, and right.
0: that, especially that's what also, I mean, to bring it back to our network for a second, that's what made people like Spider-Girl so much is that she was the opposite of that. Even though yeah. there was a bit of a, of an exaggeration of, of how Ron was drawing, particularly he was trying to jump off of uh, what Pat was doing and, and he was trying to make it a little more animated but by doing so, it was the like uh, he, as he he literally jokes and says there was some of those those covers where she just needed to eat a sandwich because she was real thin, so even even the artists kind of understand that that when you get to amazing, it's very much a toned down. She's built like a gymnast. Yeah. So
1: and, yeah, and so and, and so back to back to these issues. If you put up yeah. issue five for me, um, please try school the um, cover. Yeah, please. Um, I. You know, I just want to say, um, or four, I'm sorry, issue four. I apologize. I always I, I think it's six issues. Thank you. Um, I, this is my, probably my least favorite issue, even though it's my favorite era of Spider-Man maybe, which is really yeah. hard for me to say, because it was just felt, this felt too over the top because I love that. I love the Burn Fantastic Four. I love Felicia. I love Black Cat. I, I have no problem with her being overly sexualized or how, no, that's not what, let me take it back. I don't mind her being a very sexualized character. That's who she is as a character, and that's fine. The problem is is that the people, that's all they think they can do with her, and it sucks. Yeah, and if, like, you
2: look at, if you look at like Jen McKay, who has basically defined the modern, yeah. a character who use, who is confident in her sexuality but is not sexualized for the pleasure of the reader. Yes.
1: yeah thank you yeah
2: and it felt and again this is a it's not just a
1: slot this is a lot of people and i think maybe you know again he probably would maybe i don't know maybe he would say yeah you're right i don't know uh but either way i i still enjoyed the issue i don't and, and i think this is a, a thing for this whole it, it, this is a fun there are fun issues to read but i don't always need I i i don't know the human torch for our relationship it, it i will say maybe this is why i don't love it it just kind of wears on me for a while and reading it five issues in a row with the exception of issue five being fantastic and I always wanted to know when I got back into comics, why did, how did Human Torch know who he was for a little bit? Like, you know, I was like, what? I like, Oh, okay. And it, I love it. And I, if you want to throw up those three panels, um, try school that I brought up that I, I do think that this moment is really, really awesome. Um, not that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll go to that one in a minute. Um,
2: is it oh there we go yeah, sorry through sorry
1: but this is great because this it this does the fact that he built up to this moment was really well done and I th- I do think he does he sticks like- more landings in my opinion that than, than most people I'll throw it to you here in a second Zach yeah. but I do say that this made me go I love, I love this and I love MJ and him going like, yep. And he's like, Ugh. like, I, I, like he's so like, let's be honest. Anyone smarter might be able to put Peter and Spider-Man being like, to get like actually the same person together a lot faster. makes a lot of sense that Johnny's that dumb to not get it really. And it makes more sense. And I thought that he slot did a great job building up to this moment of this reveal.
2: I do think um, that I kind of wanted to mention it earlier, but I think that, this book goes a long way to inform Peter and Johnny's relationship throughout Slott's run. I think he kind of abandons it after Parker Industries, but up until uh, the Future Foundation stuff in issue five fifty-seven, I believe. Yeah, this is sort of the beginning of an accidental meta arc in Slott's run that focuses on the Peter and Johnny friendship that eventually culminates in Johnny offering Peter his place on the fa- on the Future Foundation.
1: Yeah, which, which 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 by the way felt very awkward at the time when i read that and i'm being like well, that doesn't make sense now after reading this makes a lot more sense in conjunction yeah. of like because i always yeah. i knew spider-man and Fantastic Four were always like you know
3: so much pretty close. close
1: they were close but they weren't like best friends necessarily they weren't like a family i would they're say like,
3: they're like rivals that was oh yeah, that was like, that was what ditko that was ditko's intent was that they were rivals, essentially? Yeah, if I'm remembering but, correctly. But, but like when you, but like when you read this book, this kind of accident. I don't want to say it's
2: accidental because well, I, I say yeah, it's accidental as in like saying. I don't think yeah. I don't think Scott intended for it to end the way it did. But I think this is the beginning of an unplanned meta arc that culminates no, in agreed. issue 557. Uh, yeah, this is no, no, totally, um,
0: uh, totally like I, I think I like that that issue because of this miniseries and it really felt like the spiritual successor to the, this miniseries and this particular issue. I like, I like how he wrote Peter and MJ together in this issue. I like how he utilized the, uh, the teaching aspect of Peter in this issue. I liked how too. he did the, thing yeah. with the status quo. And this is where I felt like, okay, if we're going to have somebody replace JMS and take the baton that JMS puts forth of uh, Peter being a teacher and things like that, mm. I think slot can do that. The problem was, was that's not the baton that slots handed, which is not slots fault. That's editorial's fault. But like, this is where I, I think a lot of us felt like, man, this is really like an exceptional way of, of bringing two characters that started off as antagonists in the, in the early, in the early sixties and have now evolved into being this very, uh, part of an extended part of, um, the ff and especially when you read like the 90s stuff where you add scott and and yep. jen and elijah and all that where the, the yeah. ff start to expand their family beyond the core four like peter being a part of that really makes a lot of sense
1: yeah and i i and, and that's what i would say like I, I enjoyed this i didn't love it as much maybe as much as you guys did probably back in the day but i i did i did enjoy it i don't think it's the best thing in the world but um you know, of Spider-Man I've ever read. It's definitely not my favorite, even close to what Dan Slott said on Spider-Man. But again, I still liked it and I despite issue four being not my favorite of the which for a while there I was steaming when I was reading it for his, the way the characterization of, of Felicia until the very end I went okay Dan you got me you got me so <laughs> like um, why, why is she stealing this mask and then she's like yeah I'm like oh my okay. like, she's supposed to be a hero god damn it you're this is inner I'm like I, I started pulling a freaking <laughs> like one of those guys I used to yell out on the on the spider-man like or crawlspace uh <laughs> this is cool. you know, everyone's trying to be like I can't believe this characterization of Felicia is blah, blah blah blah. I'm like, dude, like, what are you talking about?
3: Yes, right, the
0: I milk bath was a bit much. Okay, can we just say? Anyway, that's all I, on the I, nose. Don't remember
1: that I haven't been, we haven't been there oh, yet, awesome. but I, I, I guess do wanna, we...
2: I did want to go back to this. I, I I kind of object to the Marvel swimsuits thing because that that at least had didn't have the veneer of being serious. That was just, Oh, Hey, let's just yeah. put out this swimsuit issue yeah. for the sake of having fun. I think yeah.
3: people have embraced that specifically. I mean, DC's doing that again. It, it's funny because like people, you know I it, think, and yeah. I think some of the youth want that. Kinda, no, the like, zoomer, the zoomer genera- yeah. the newer generation yeah. would love some of this
2: speaking yeah. as a zoomer. I would love for them to have another swimsuit edition. Uh, like does nobody sure. remembered the Morbius bit in that swimsuit
0: issue was like Morb nation rise up. It was, <laughs> it
1: was like it is indeed morbid time it was very uh, (laughs) morbid yeah so uh i guess i guess it could be a good time to kind of wrap this up yeah Uh, i want to let me let me ask a
0: question please please Um, please. all right
3: yes counselor of so of the five would you say that four is kind of the outlier that doesn't necessarily fit the time period as much as maybe the other four or what do you what do you guys think like do you what what do you think about like the five did they represent the time periods well is four maybe the one that's the weakest link in okay, that right. respect that's yeah. a great
1: question because i th- i'm sorry zach i don't mean i i have a i very i feel very strongly in this because i know what you're you're asking and it's gonna be a weird response i think it represented the era well it's just my least favorite issue of that series. I think it did a good job with the exception of maybe Johnny, maybe he's not the, cause I I don't know if he had, was dating Alicia slash Lijah at the time or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I don't know exactly where that was in that, in that era, but I will say that um, I, I think it, it was a good representation. It was, it was a fine representation of the era. It was just, to me, just the way that the way he wrote the story was my least favorite. Again, with the exception of like, I love Black Panther. What's up, Javi? Love you the heart. Um,
2: or El Corozo. That's your that's El your song. fault for just now getting here.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's your fault.
2: You probably El had Corozo. to work, guys. Come on. So much- yeah,
1: I don't care if you let work the man college, work. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. No, but I I just I think the, if this answers your question, I think it represented it fine. It's just my least favorite of the five. Sure. So I think the first issue
0: does a really good job of, of like, early career Peter and, and Johnny and that and that it's kind of a spiritual successor to what the little rivalry that, that Stan and, and, and Jack and Steve had kind of cooked up over those years. I think the second issue, a little bit of a romanticized version of the Ramita era when you we talk about the Betty, Veronica, MJ, Gwen stuff. Um, but... I think that it if you if if you if read it in a vacuum, it's fine. If you read it as like trying to fit it into continuity, you, your your eyes start switching. Um I think the third it's not, is- it,
1: it's not that to me it's like it's just weird. Like that yeah. but you can fit it, you can fit it into anything. I like people want <clears throat> to really quick, uh, really quick. People want to fit like every little detail yeah. into every like where exactly does t- Peter take a shit between issue 35 and ish. And then this untold tale by Kurt Busiak. And then that like Dan Slaughter where Peter David tries to come in and like, it's like, guys, 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 let's not, it's not that linear. Okay. John, it's like, John, John it's, Wilson. Is that you? Sorry. Yeah. So, but you just have to roll with it a little bit. I mean, granted, like you, again, there are some, there are some contradictions you have to be aware of. That's yeah. more, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that's not a contradiction. It's, or I would say it's a very light contradiction. I would say so so, um,
0: so. so, issue three, I think, does a decent job of the of
2: Gwen being the floating head of guilt. I would uh, agree with that. Uh, and, I, and I'm glad they didn't the, the, the Saint Gwen because I know that the Saint Gwen isms were in the atmosphere. At that oh point God, this Blue. was
0: around the time of Blue, and I just never mind. I just watched the it it it, like, one of no.
1: the most overrated Spider-Man stories ever. By the way,
0: oh Spider-Man Blue, probably. yeah,
3: <laughs> probably because yeah, of the art. <laughs>
1: My right, man. Paul? Man, I, that's, the, that's the only reason why you read that book is the art. That's the only reason you read that book. I that, love you, Jeff that, Lowe, that. But, uh.
3: all,
1: right, all right. We digress. I, I I really quickly there's a couple things I want to hit up, and then, I'll, then I'll, I'll be done. Um uh if you could do me a quick favor. Issue three, uh, that floating head of Gwen tri i I think this I, I and also the page. Um, this is great stuff. I love him talking to Gwen at there. I think it's a great moment uh also the page where um if they're working on the spider mobile school as well yes this one Wait, no, um, on. you're good um uh, this one is not that one that's the page i do not like um did you did I give it? it to you it's up no. it, it's up here i think i'm uh, oh, sorry it's right where here. is it oh. Right. oh thank you this ah. was a fantastic page this was like to me when i want to talk about comic medium and I think like when I when I like when I tell people like people need to give com- not just superhero comics comic books in general slot gets it this is like to me what makes comics special you have you have what six you have establishing shot then like talking it's like very mundane a lot of dialogue and then like a real no backdrop nothing behind Spider Man and talking about how like he lost his like his love and it's like it's a gut punch by one time you get to the bottom of this page it's like you're kind of lured to like a lot of dialogue a lot of dialogue ugh. it's just i freaking love it's, it's a comic a so page. much because this page shows you why the medium whether you're writing comics for superheroes you know trolls eating monsters or you know two lovers yeah, squirreling whatever whatever
0: so people can see it obviously uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to put this as an audio edition or not, but um, if you're listening, this is a very audio or visual centric episode. So,
1: but no, I I just want to say that this is to me, an emphasis, like Dan Slott is a great comic writer because of moments like this, he knows how to plot this and how to do it. And like, I think like Ty Templeton does a great job of being cinematic. That's a, that's a way to, to say it um and emphasizing the emotion of the page and have with the with the with what dan Slot's talking about the dialogue but with the image of spider-man looking down oh it's just chef's kiss love it so and last thing i'll add what well, you throw up the uh the six panel grid of paste pot pete
3: uh <laughs> oh
1: this, this is why this is why i think dan slot is a good writer for comics and for marvel
2: it's a, tom, like- it's a tom king grid it, it's a nine-panel. It's a classic <laughs> nine-panel grid. So, um, yeah. I hate that. Oh, damn, it's better
1: than the nine-panel. Shut the hell up. Anyway, um, not you, high school, but no. But I, I think it's a great moment of like why Dan Slott gets like Marvel continuity. Like he, he this is where we get the pa- paste pot Pete turns into the Trapster. It's right here, and it's it's a throwaway. It's unnecessary to the story, but you know what? It works in the context of the era and of the character. And I thought it was fun. And this is a great example, I think, of what makes Dan Slot, I think, a fun writer for Marvel Comics or comic books in general. So uh, as a whole, I think Dan Slot is a great writer. I always like Dan Slot. You're going to be – I'll probably, hopefully I'll be saying that throughout the time. Maybe I'll be disagreeing with my own self later on. But uh, this is – to me, this series is worth checking out and reading. It was, a lot, it, was, it was still fun to do. I didn't love it, but I still enjoyed myself. And I liked this a lot. And this is
0: going to be a rare thing for me, probably. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully, Hopefully not. not. Hopefully not. Listen, so uh, I, 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 on
1: fire. Uh, <laughs> I, I have, I have, I hate this, I hate this alive, but I have to go. My dog's flipping out, and so I I might need to help out. So let's, if we get, uh, I so apologize. Let's, yeah, it. let's,
0: let's wrap this. Let's wrap this. We want to just do the standard outro, wrap it up. Sure, yes, yeah, do it. Yeah, let's
1: do right. it. So
0: Let's, uh, throw that, throw the thing up there. Uh, You know, the standard outro card. All right. Thanks for watching. If you're watching us live here on YouTube, if I don't know if we're going to do this as an audio edition, if we are, give us that five-star review, let us know how we're doing and leave us that review. You You can always find us on the social medias here. You can find us at Spidey Dude Radio. You can find, uh, at Comic Binge on, uh, on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it these days, Facebook.com slash Spidey Dude Network and, uh, threads and instagram and then of course you can find us over on youtube.com slash spy dude radio network and youtube.com slash yeah i'm still on threads uh you can if you want to leave a voicemail, if you like what we did in this discussion leave us a, a voicemail give us that uh voicemail at 818-925-6631 uh and let us know how we're doing by leaving us those likes those shares those subscribes thank you guys I really appreciate everybody that's that's uh, liked us over there, and of course, Comic Bench has got a thousand plus subs. Congratulations to you, Paul! Woo! And uh, so, Paul, tell us, uh, everybody else, where real quickly where they can find this Comic Bench. But,
1: you can find the Comic Bench on YouTube, obviously, um, also on Twitter and on Instagram. Just just put in the Comic Bench; you'll see the logo. Please like, subscribe, like this video, subscribe to the Spidey Experience. Go watch all our videos so we can get more watch hours and. Uh, this will be a lot of fun this was a great this was a lot of fun guys i can't wait to do this again honestly this this was fun
0: yeah and of course go over to our patreon patreon.com slash network if you want to support this channel and all the stuff that we do here part of the network the names are up here on the screen thank you guys and check out our other great shows too so thanks for watching thanks for listening and we'll see you next time